Jehovah, thank you. Father, thank you. Jehovah, thank you. Thank you for bringing us today, today, the third day of securing your word for manifestation. Thank you for your word that came on day one. Thank you for your word that came on day two. And thank you for your word that is coming today again. Because every day you speak, Lord. Because every day you speak, Lord. Father, we thank you. Father, we glorify your holy name. Blessed be you, O Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty, matchless name, we have given thanks. Praise be the name of the Lord. Thank you so much, Father. Happy for joining in. Praise be the name of the Lord. Since on, 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 on the first, since Wednesday, the Lord has been showing us about conviction. The Lord has been talking about conviction and it is about the mind. Praise be the name of the Lord. And the word that we do not conceive, that we do not conceive in our mind, that the, the word that we do not believe in our heart cannot come to manifestation for us. Take him away. 
That is what conviction does. And we're praying a prayer on the first. In 1 Peter 15. 1 Peter. We pray in 1 Peter 15.22. Because I did not even know what I was doing. I had no idea what I was doing. It was when we began that the Holy Spirit started opening my eyes to what he asked me to say. That yes, God loves sacrifices. He loves our offering. But there's something he loves more. And that is obedience. He said he delights in our obedience. He said obedience is what's much more than the fat of rats. So you see, for every word that we receive, there is something that we must do to see it to fulfillment. There is something that we must do to see what the word of God that he has given us to, to see it being fulfilled in our life. We don't just receive the word of God and we sit down. The word of God is to war with. And the word of God is to rest with. The word of God is to war with. We war with it and we see we, we have rest in it. We see that we, we fight with it or we will rest in it. Either of the two. But I always, I always, I always say, because I know, I know of the truth that the word of God that gives us is always backed up with instruction. When God wanted to, 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 to bless Abraham, he had to give him the instruction to leave his father's house, his mother's house, and go to a place that which he would show him. There was an instruction. When God wanted to use Moses, when he met God in the burning bush, there was an instruction. An instruction to go. He said, go to Pharaoh. And tell him to let my people go. There is always an instruction backed up in the word of God that he has given us. And I shared with us again, I said the word that God has given me for this month of March is that he has called me to glory and to virtue. He said he has called me unto glory and virtue. That is taken from the book of 2 Peter 1.3. And I don't just receive the word and say, yes, he has called me for glory and for virtue. Yes, I don't just I receive the word, but I don't just sit with it. I walk with it. That means everything I do from this moment on has to bring glory and show God's glory and virtue in my life. And God was reminding me again that this assignment he has called me for is to bring glory and virtue to him. And he, has, he was assuring me again that I have been called unto glory and virtue. You see, every word of God is, you know, I, I said in the book of Isaiah 40, that see, heaven and earth may pass away, but not an iota of his word will go unfulfilled. That is the Father. So if every word that we have received that God has given us hasn't worked for us or we've not seen his manifestation yet, it is not God's fault. It is our fault. The fault is solely on us. Because we did not steward it to manifestation. But these three days, the Father has been dealing with the mind, has been dealing with our mind, has been dealing with our mind. He told me to talk about conviction. In the book of John, John, John 16, 8, he said, when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will first convict, convict us of what? He will first convict, convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. So number one, there is the conviction of sin, and there's a place of there's a there's a place that that, that sin takes that hinders God's word for manifestation in our lives. There is a place that the sin has that hinders His word for manifestation in our lives. 
So to first of all, to see the world manifest is to make sure that we do away with everything that is sinful. Righteous living, a consecrated life, propels the word of God to manifest. And every word that you do not believe in, how can it manifest in the first instance? Every word you do not believe in, if I do not believe that I'm called to glory and to virtue, if I see that one say, how, how, can, how, how does it mean I'm, I'm not called to glory and to virtue, that, that means the word of God will not come to pass in my life. Everything that I do, that I say, will not bring glory, will not bring virtue to the Father. Conviction is what brings us to the altar of prayer. And I always say this, I've been saying it since the one. That the Lord has been showing me mighty, bigger, powerful things in the altar, on the altar of prayer. Because some of us has neglected the place of prayer because of one thing and one thing that we did yesterday or years before. And we think that we are not worthy to stand, to come boldly at the altar of grace. Because he said, come boldly unto me, come boldly unto the throne. Because there you will obtain mercy for everything that we have done. So I know that daily, daily, because the Bible says every day the mercies of God is renewed. Daily we obtain mercy via the altar of prayer. And daily we receive instructions at the altar of prayer. There is so many, so many benefits of the altar of prayer that are not, that will always stand up. Even, even when earth passes away, the benefits of the prayer altar will still stand forever and ever and ever. So I'm just trying to bring us into what we are going to pray about. Because as I was preparing, the Holy Spirit said we are still talking about the mind today. I still want to deal with the mind today. Because there is something about the mind that is injuring my word from manifesting in the life of my children. First of all, I need to deal with their mind. Because God does not joke with his word. He does not just speak for speaking's sake. <laughs> the father does not just speak for speaking's sake. His word is true. His word is real and his word is powerful. In the book of Hebrews, he said his word is sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces into the marrow. It performs everything that the Lord has sent it to. The only thing he said to me just now, he said the word that I've given you and the word I will give you is to bring order into your life. I don't know if, if you caught that, Brother Abby. He said, the word I've given you and every word I am bringing to you is to bring order into your life. The word does not come and bring disorder. He said, my word doesn't come to disorganize your life. Because many of us have received the word and we do not even know what it means. And we think that, oh God, what kind of thing is this? How can this thing be? How can do this be? Because you remember Mary. When the angel of the Lord met her and told her about Jesus, Mary said, but I do not, I have not known a man. But let, let it be to me according to your word or according to your will. See, God's word does not come to disorientate us. God's word does not come to us to make our life in disarray, to make our life in disorder. God's word comes to bring order into our lives, into our mind. That is what the Spirit of the Lord just told me now to tell you. Every word of God is to bring order. See, the word of God is not ambiguous. The word of God is clear and it is concise. It is very clear. 
The word of God does not bring confusion. His word does not bring confusion. His words bring clarity. And his word brings, uh, brings order. And I hear in my spirit that for every storm, for every raging storm in my life and in your life, the word that he has sent is bringing calmness and is bringing order to your life in the supreme and matchless name of Jesus Christ. So relax. If God does not mean it, he won't say it to you. If God does not mean that word, he won't bring it to you. If God does not mean that word, he won't cause it to, to be a source of manifestation for our lives. God's word brings order to every situation. Therefore, I decree and I declare that the word that you receive brings order to your life in the supreme and matchless name of Jesus Christ. And when I say order, Holy Spirit says, because at the beginning of this year, the Holy Spirit told me, He said the word that He said, and I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I gave, I delivered the message. He said the word that I will send to you is not for you, your family, your, me, myself, and I alone. He said the word that I'm sending to you is for the body of Christ. It's not for you alone. So when the word brings order into your life and people see that your, our life has been in disorder before and they start to see changes in our lives because the word changes us. They begin to see changes in our lives and when they come to us and want to ask that see, your life was like this before and all of a sudden we can see that there's something, something has changed in you. Then you bring them, you bring them, you tell them about that word that the Father has, has given you that has brought order, that has brought changes into your life. That is how he reveals us as sons of God, according to the book of Romans 8, 19. I told us at the beginning, but I'm happy, that see, the Lord, Holy Spirit is dealing with our mind. Because it's the words that you receive in your heart. That will manifest for you. Yesterday we prayed one prayer in the book of Psalms 51 17. Psalms 51 17. It says, The sacrifices of God is a broken spirit and a contrite heart. He said, You, God, will not despise a broken spirit and a contrite heart. Remember, on day one, we prayed about obedience. That, that obedience is better than sacrifice. He said that obedience is better than the fat of rams. And day two, the Holy Spirit said, I was, we were, I was talking when the, Spirit, when the scripture came. He said another thing that I delight in, because he said he delights in obedience. He said, another thing I delight in is a broken spirit and a contrite heart. Because to receive our, the word of God for manifestation, that will manifest for us, there has to be a broken spirit and a contrite heart. That is, conviction again is coming into play. Conviction again is coming into play. He said the conviction in our heart, I will not despise every conviction that you have in my word. I won't despise it because that conviction is needed so that the word that I give you will come to manifestation. There is nothing that can tell me otherwise, that can determine, that can tell me otherwise, that can tell me otherwise from the word of God that I have seen and believe that has, that has been spoken to me. Nothing I see will tell me otherwise. 
and see the Lord has been preparing us again from this battle of the mind that see there is a contention the contention will come to contend with the word but have this conviction that his word will come to pass because his word is yea and amen everything that is spoke to you will always come to pass you just believe it you just do everything that is meant to do for the word to come to pass everything begin to write it down write it down that see this is what the lord has said his word has been sent to me and you begin to write down this is what i need to do for his word to come to pass like i said i said his word brings order his word brings order to our mind how we think his word brings order to how we see things his word brings order to our feet where we go to yes where we go to the places we visit, his word brings order. His word brings caution to our feet. His word sets, sets, sets this um, um you know what is what they put what they put on the legs, you know, on people that are maybe on house arrest and they put something on their on their feet that get that 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 is allowed to take them some from kilometers or meters from, that they, they can't go as far as they want to. That is what the word does. Because our flesh, we want to do, we want to go so far. But the word controls us. It controls our mind, how we think. It controls our lips, what we say. It bridges our tongue. Our words begin to edify. Our words begin to edify. Our words begin to proclaim his word. For manifestation. I was telling the Holy Spirit today, I said, or yesterday, I said, see, I do not even know what I'm doing. But I'm keeping my strength on your word. Because if you ask me, that sister, I know, I know what are you doing? I have no idea. I just come open this space and I begin to speak. And I know what. That because I've set his face down the altar of prayer, he will, he will, he will, he will, as I open my mouth, he's going to feel it. And sometimes I listen and I'm marveled about everything that I'm saying. That is what, that is what the word does. The word gives you that strength, that spiritual strength to talk, to say the mind of Christ part time. And do not forget, we are still talking about securing God's word for manifestation. That is what we are talking about. What the word that the Lord has given us is, I said it brings order. That even, even if our life has been a mess or is still in a mess, the word that we receive will put our life in shape. We begin to make our life align, align, align to what God wants it to be. That is why people will see the fruits of the word in our lives. They will see changes. They will see changes because that is what the word of God brings. Even if our life was in a mess before, or even if our life is, is still in a mess, the word of God, when his word comes, he said he sent his word unto Jacob, and it lights up Israel. In the book of Psalms, it says, the word is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path. The word begins to light up our lives, and it brings light for the world to see, for people around you to see that there's been some changes. Something has changed. Something has shifted in the life of this sister, in the life of this brother. That is how the word begins to manifest. The word, first of all, manifests from the inside of us. Before the world will see the, 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 the fruit of it. 
and the world begin to ask a question. They begin to ask you a question. They begin to want to know what is the reason behind how your life is. Because they knew you before. before because the you that they knew before is not the same you that they are seeing. That is what the world does for manifestation in our life. Every word we receive is not for play. Every word we receive is not for you to take it and to sit on it. Every word that we receive is for manifestation. We will see it. The Lord told me, he said that you are for glory and for virtue. That I must begin to exhibit glory. I must begin to exhibit God's glory. That everywhere I go, people will see that there's a glory of the Lord in my life. That is it. Because God is always looking for vessels that he will bring his glory out from. I don't know the word of God for you. I have just shared mine. From the book of 2 Peter 1 3. That is his word for me for much. Because there is an aside. See, God knows our heart, He sees the intent of our heart. He knows man will not know, man will just see our outward behavior, our outward look, and just believe whatever we say or do. But the Father sees our heart. And I know why the Lord gave me that word. There's an assignment that the Lord is given, has given me that the, the date is April 8th. April 8th, next month I'm going to do it. It's a gathering, it's a healing conference. And I kid you not, I've been talking to the Father. And I've been talking to the Father and I'm telling him that, see, why don't I just serve you in my little corner? I just want to be in my little corner, just serving you. I just want to be in my little corner, just letting the world know that there's, there's a God in heaven. I just want to be in my little corner, letting the world know that Jesus, Jesus is Lord. I just want to be in my little corner, just wanting to share the word. That see, yes, the word manifests in my life because I am a living proof of it. Because the Bible says they overcame by the word and by the word, by the blood of the lamp and by the word of their testimony. Let me just testify to your word. I don't want to do any big thing. But see, but see, if we are a child of God, we are empowered to do great things. Every child of God is empowered for greatness. Every child of God is empowered to do great things. We are light. And we must show forth that light. He said, if 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 he calls us light, we let hide us under a bushel. Because the Lord delights, God delights in showing us forth to the world that yes, because the Bible says there will be manifestation of the sons of God. And I know why the Lord gave me that scripture. And I know why the Lord gave me the scripture in the book of Luke ten nineteen. I think. When he said, nothing shall my enemies hurt you. Because I kid you not, I've been a breeder or afraid of this assignment. But his word came. He said, you have a glory and for virtue. And my glory must be seen in you. So he sent me to you. The Holy Spirit sent me to you today. To tell you that every word, that word that I've given you, do not fear. Do not fear because I have not given you the spirit of fear. But I have given you the spirit of power. I have given you the spirit of love. And I have given you the spirit of a sound of mind. My assignment to you today is to propel you and give you the scripture in the book of 2 Timothy 1.7. And that is the anchor of our prayer today. I told us that the Father has been dealing with the mind. So don't be as merry that you receive the word and you say, how can this thing be? But I do not know a man. How can this thing be? But I do not have this. But I do not have that. The Lord does not care about what you have. But about your mind that is focused on him. He does not care about the situation you are right now but he cares that he wants to show forth his glory in your life by the words that he has given you so that you can bring it out to manifestation
so that the world may know that there is a God in heaven. That is what works. That that the world may know that there is a God in heaven. That His word works. So we shall be praying from the book of Second Timothy, one seven. Second Timothy one seven. And He has not given us the spirit of fear, but He has given us the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Open your mouth and say, Father, as your word has said, the spirit of power, the spirit of love, the spirit of a sound mind for the word that you have said to me, for the word you have given me. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let the power behind that word begin to work for me. Let the love behind that word begin to work for me. And let the sound mind behind the word that you have sent for me, that you have sent to me, begin to work for me. In the supreme and matchless name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to pray. Father, your spirit of power. Father, your spirit of love. Father, your spirit of a sound mind. Let it propel your word for manifestation in my life. Let it propel your word for manifestation in my life. Let it better a manifestation in my life in the supreme and matchless name of Jesus. Your spirit of power, your spirit of love, your spirit of a sound mind. There is no confusion in your word. I will not be confused by the instruction that is embedded in that word that you sent to me. It will be clear to me. It will be clear. It will be clear. It will be clear. In the name of Jesus. It will be clear in the name of Jesus. It will be clear in the name of Jesus. Walk on my mind, O Lord. Spirit of the living God. Clear, clear every faulty thought. Clear every. If there's any faulty thought, if there's any contrary thought that does not align to you, to your will for my life, I come against it with the spirit of power. I come against every faulty thought with the spirit of love. I come against every faulty thought with the spirit of a sound mind. In the name of Jesus. 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 Because your word says that your word does not return to you void. It performs that which you have sent it. I decree and I declare that every word you've given me, my father, my king, will manifest. I bring my mind to subjection. That my mind will brood on the word that you have given me. Will brood on the word that you have given me. And your spirit of power will nurture it into manifestation. And the spirit of love will nurture your word that you have sent to me to manifestation. And your spirit of a sound mind that draws in me will nurture the word that you have sent to me for manifestation in the supreme and matchless name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I call forth your spirit of power. I call forth your spirit of love. I call forth your spirit of a sound mind to dwell in me richly, to dwell in me richly, to dwell in me richly for the manifestation of your word, for the manifestation of your word, for the manifestation of your word. Nothing I see will shake my faith. Nothing I see will shake my believer. Nothing I see, nothing I see, nothing I hear. Nothing, nothing, nothing I see, nothing I see will deter, will deter me <coughs> from believing your word. From believing your word for me. From believing your word for me. From believing your word for me. There is nothing that I see. Because see, I will not mind one with you and tell you that it will be smooth. And tell you that every word you receive will just come to manifestation. Voila, just like magic. No, there will be, there will be 
situations, the adversary will come. The accuser of the brethren will raise his ugly head. There are seasons that will come. But I tell you that seasons come and seasons go. See, I want to tell you and I want to tell you and I want to encourage you that the sun storm may come, the wind may blow, but we may steadfast. Remain steadfast in your mind. Remember the book of Philippians 4. What it says in, in, in verses 8. That whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is of us what, 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 of, that glorifies God, whatsoever is good, whatsoever is of a good report. He said, think on these things. And that scripture does and, and that scripture has something to do with the mind as well. Philippians 4 8. It has something to do about the mind as well. These scriptures I'm calling, I do not even have it written down. Because the Father wants to deal with your mind, wants to deal with my mind. Because I know that I need the help of God as regards this our mind, as regards this my mind. Because I can sit down and believe the word. Oh, I'll believe it in the morning. And all of a sudden in the evening, there's a the, the, the sudden fear that arises, that arises in my mind. That arises in my mind. And I always share with you what that word does. It make, that just makes me afraid. That Simon just makes me. I just want to just serve you, just to know you. I, I, like I don't want to, I don't want to be sent. But no. Once you have a heart for the Father, He will want to send you. Because every time we say, send me Lord, here I am. I say yes, I say yes. So when we say those words to the Father, we think He doesn't hear. I say yes, Lord. I surrender, Lord. Use me, Lord. He hears it. And he will bring back our word to us and he wants to use us. So we must be ready because we have surrendered our lives to him. That means once we surrender our lives to him, that means that we must surrender. We should be ready to be used by him. But there's a contention with the mind in the body of Christ that wants to make us feel unworthy. That wants to make the word of God not to have relevance in our lives. That do not want us to have that. Do not want us to have relevance in in the word. The, 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 our mind, our mind, our mind. The battle of the mind does not want the God, word of God to have relevance in our life. It doesn't want it. But I decree and I declare that every every battle of the mind that has entered the word of God for manifesting is crumbling right now in the name of Jesus Christ. It's crumbled right now in the name of Jesus Christ. See, there is no, there is no mountain so high that the word that the Lord has given us cannot level down. There is no lie that the word of God cannot tear down. That is how powerful the word of God is. That is how powerful the word of God is. There's no mountain too high that his word cannot level down and make it turn to plain. There is no lie. There is no lie of the enemy that the word cannot tear down and make us see the truth via the word. Because God's word is true. His word is powerful. His word is yea and his word is amen. There is a revival by the word. And I want us to have in mind that we are talking about securing our word for manifestation. And the direction of it for this month is the mind. The Bible 
says, I am convinced of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in my life is able to complete it. That is what the Bible says. So that is what the word is. We must be convinced in our hearts that what this word says will come to pass. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. He says, I don't know where the scripture is. I don't know the particular verse or chapter of the scripture, the chapter of the particular verse. But the Bible says, I am convinced of this very thing, that he has begun a good work in me. I think it's Philippians 1, 6 or 1, 3. Philippians, that he who has begun a good work in me, or is he Ephesians, is able to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. what that is that is what I've been trying to say for the past three days that that word that you have received be convinced and convicted in your heart that it will manifest be convinced and convicted that it will manifest just as the Father has said it. Just as the Father has said it. First Timothy 1.7 The Holy Spirit said, I want your mind to be renewed. Don't say, how can these things be? Just believe the word. Don't say, how can these things be? Just believe the word. You know, sometimes I, I like when I read the scripture. I when I read the scripture, <coughs> and I know the conversations of those in the scripture, what, what, what conversations they have with the Father when when the the word came to them, the conversations they had with the Father. I sometimes um, um, unconsciously do not want to have such conversations because I, I've read it before. So my 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 my, um, my outlook or my response is, your will, O oh Lord, let it be done. Because I've seen how the world worked, and I've seen those that question the world that how can this thing be, or why did you say it? I'm old, I'm stricken in age, and all and all and all. I see how the world has turned up for them in their favor. I've seen in the life of Esther that there's no one that says in the Bible that if I perish, I perish. They do they, they would perish. Because Esther did not perish. So I believe the word of God that He has said to me. Esther said, if I perish, I perish. And my Bible told me that she never perished. So I know that this word, the word that I have, is not for my perishing. It's for my making. And the word must be made manifest. So you see my word in the book, in the book of 2 Peter 1, 3, that he said he has called me unto glory and virtue. stand on that word to the day I draw my last breath. I will stand on that word to the day I draw my last breath. And that word will even be a word of legacy for my two sons. Because my fruits, my seed are also called for glory and for virtue. So if God says he has called us for glory and for virtue, then we must show forth that glory and that virtue. Thank you so much, Veracolotians. Yes. We must show forth that glory and that virtue. And to begin to show all that glory and virtue begins from my mind. 
Because if I believe in my mind that I am a God, because the Jesus say, ye are gods. So I must start behaving like a God on the earth. So you see, it is from the mind. It is in our mind. I am convinced and convicted that I don't have any other assignment on the earth but to bring glory unto God and to show forth His virtue. And there is nothing the devil can tell me in the contrary. Because that is what my father has told me for this month of March. So that has propelled me to now start preparing again for the assignment. I created a group for this assignment. I created it a long time ago. I think yeah, before this year began, I created it when I knew that I'm going to do this assignment. I created a WhatsApp group for those that will minister in songs. And today, to this night, I said something. I said, I hope you all are preparing. I said, please consecrate yourself. Because this assignment is a matter of life and death to me. Consecrate yourself so that you can hear the Father. So that he can even give you the song to sing part time. That will bring glory to him. That will cause healing in the life of his people. I said consecrate yourself. So that you can hear him. You can hear his voice part time. Because they are going to sing, they are going to minister to bring his glory down. That his glory will come down and his healing power will flow. Because I have no power of my own. Not by might, not by power, but by him. Because I was not the one anointed to heal. Jesus Christ of Nazareth was anointed to heal according to the book of Acts 10, 38. And it is on that anointing that I'm riding on because he's the one that gave me the assignment. So you see, for every word to manifest in your life, in my life, you must first believe, have a conviction in your heart that this word will come to pass. That is the number one thing. Must have a convince. I cannot be convinced for you. I cannot be convinced for you. The second scripture, because there are two scriptures I wrote down. The second scripture, all the ones that I've been saying, I, I, I did not even have it written down. The second scripture I wrote down that we're going to pray on when, because as I was listening, when, when the, 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 the word just came to my mind, he said, My word is not ambiguous. My word is clear. My word is concise. And the word came to my mind. The scripture in the book of Isaiah 26, 3 came to mind. Where it says, He keeps in perfect peace. Those who trust in Him and those whose mind has stayed on Him. You see the mind showing up again. So the word of God is supposed to bring peace of mind. That when the storm begins to rage, <laughs> you know, you know that you know that there's a word. There's a word in my spirit. There's a word that I've written down somewhere. And there's a word that I have devoured that is now, that is now whole in my spirit, man. And you begin to decree that word. And that word brings you peace, peace, peace of mind, peace of mind. He said he keeps a perfect peace. Those who trust him and those whose mind has stayed on him. He keeps a perfect peace. The word you receive is a peace-given word. The word you receive is a peace-giving word. See, have you ever wondered why you receive a word and your mind is not running elter-skelter and your mind is not so afraid, so afraid? Why is it that the word of God brings peace into every storm? That is, that is, that is, that is, um, um, that is the point of what I am singing tonight. That is what the point of what I'm singing this morning, this afternoon, wherever you are listening from. 
and wherever you're still going to listen to the space from. He keeps in perfect peace those whose mind are stayed on him and those who trust him. See, I have no doubt in my mind that this assignment I'm going to do next month, I will do it. I have no doubt. Because I told them in the group, I said, see, I'm still battling, I'm still struggling with the venue, the location of this assignment. Because that is the remaining thing for me to put on the flyer. I've designed this flyer for months because I designed. So I have this flyer saved in my camera. Pictures already there. Instruction and I designed it by instruction. And even as I begin to publicize it, the Holy Spirit has told me exactly what to do. And you will see me bringing in uh, 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 clips, uh, video clips of the healing ministry of Jesus. That is how I'm going to be publicizing it. So we see, you know, that 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 that, that the Jesus is um, 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 movie and the chosen extracted the healing ministry of Jesus, the healing miracles of Jesus. That is how I'm going to be publicizing it. Because it's the one that has called me to do this assignment. And it's the one that is going to heal these people. I am, I am convicted in my spirit that this assignment is going to be done. So that is why I'm focused. I'm not carried away. I'm focused. I'm focusing my mind on this assignment. See, when I finish this assignment, Come April 8th, my mind will be at rest. And there is one thing that I told us in the book of 1 Samuel 15 22. He said, Behold, obedience is better than sacrifice. And to eat than the fat of rats. There is something about obedience that the Lord, that the Lord delights in. The Lord delights in our obedience more than the results. I think I read it somewhere this week. I don't know if it was you and um, um, Brother Colossians that posted it or Facebook. But the Lord is moved by our obedience more than our result. Because it is in that obedience, He <laughs> will give us more power. It is in that obedience, He will make His word manifest in our life more. So you see, I leave you with this scripture as we conclude. Isaiah 26, 3. It keeps in perfect peace those who trust in and those whose mind are stayed on him. So be at peace with every word that you have received. Because until you come to a place of conviction in your heart that this word will come to pass, then you will find rest then you are to be at peace. And that word will just come swiftly into manifestation. Thank you, everlasting Father, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for the spirit of power that you have baptized us with tonight. Thank you for your spirit of love that is anew, renewed in our heart. And thank you for a sound mind that nothing will take your word out of our mind. It will fulfill that which you have sent it in the supreme and matchless name of Jesus. And thank you for the peace that we have in you and in your word. Father, thank you. In Jesus' mighty, matchless name. Amen and amen and amen. As I always tell us, that wherever we come to a gathering like this, that we have to better to pray or to, or to receive a word or to hear a word. Because I know some of us will not, not have a word. But as you listen, there's a word that comes forth. Because as you open your mind for it, as you open up your spirit for it, there's a word that has come forth. So now it is now time for us to listen to what the spirit is saying. Because every time we come to the Father, it's not just for us to communicate and communicate and pray. And then we stand up from His presence. We have to wait to hear what He has to say. Because the Lord always, always speaks. Every day, per second, per second, God speaks. So let's listen to what the Spirit has to say. And please write it down. Please pen it down so that you do not forget the instruction or your word that has come for today. Hallelujah. Listen.
to what the Spirit is saying. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. I am convinced that you heard what the Holy Spirit said. And the Holy Spirit always speaks to me in Scripture. I might not know the Scripture you get, but I take the word and I go and look for it. When he told me that nothing shall by any means hurt you, that was what I heard. That was nothing shall by any means hurt you. It was later I looked at it in Luke 10, 19, that he said he has given us authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And nothing, but, but the Holy Spirit gave me the last part of it. He said nothing shall by any means hurt you. I've asked you to do this. And I'm telling you that go forward, nothing shall by any means hurt you. And he creeps retreating. You know the father knows the kind of child that he has. He knows us. He knows our, our strength part time. He knows. That's why the scriptures say they will not give us more than we can bear. He knows. He knows, brother Colossians. He knows, brother Happy, that see. He knows you. So he knows what you can carry part time. But he just wants us to carry what we can carry per time. Because as we carry what we can carry per time, our strength is being renewed. Our, our, our spirit man is being, is being open to receive more from him. And what did I hear? I will always share. He said, I will do it. He said, believe. Just believe. All things are possible to them who believe. He first of all said, Holy Spirit first of all said, I will do it. Just believe. All things are possible to them that believe. And this, this, this instruction, what I add, is all encompassing. Just believe. That means as I'm going on the road and the Spirit tells me that stop that man, stop that woman, put your hand on that child and pray for that child. He said, just do it. I will do it. He said, just do it. I will do it. Just do it means just me obey. And he will do it. And he will take the glory. Because he has called me what? Unto glory and virtue. Unto glory and virtue. I don't know what your word is. But hold on to that word. Because whatever God says, that is word. He will do it. God's integrity is backed up in every word. And his integrity has never for once failed us. His integrity has never for once failed. His sovereignty, because he is sovereign, has never for once failed he still sits on the throne and he still rules in the affairs of men. He still rules in my affair and he still rules in your affair, Brother Happy. And he still rules in the affair of everyone that will listen to this later. He still rules in our affairs. So, what have I been saying for this one hour, one hour, three minutes? Is that don't let your mind be troubled. That word will come to pass. Do your own part and make sure that you do your own part. That you do your own part. That word 
will come to pass. Let your mind not be troubled. Isaiah 26.3 1 Timothy 1.7 You have the spirit of power. You have the spirit of love. And you have the spirit of a sound mind. And peace he has given by the word. And it will manifest. Your mind, your mind is very critical at this time. Our mind, our mind is very critical at this time for the manifestation of his word. Praise be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for joining in, Brother Happy. Thank you so, so much. I do this every, every first three days in the new month. In the new month. As in on the first, on the second, and on the third. I do this as inspired and as instructed by the Spirit of the Living God. So, in the month of April, we shall meet again on this space to secure our word for manifestation. If Jesus tarries, because he will always, always tarry in our midst, in our lives. So, come April 1 to 3rd, I am here again to talk the mind of God as regards securing our word for manifestation in the supreme and matchless name of Jesus. And I implore you again, just as I said yesterday, please keep me in your prayers because there's an assignment that I, that I, 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 I have been given to do. Keep me in your prayers that I fulfill this assignment to the latter and see, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot wait to just do and obey this this thing because the lord has told me that in this obedience i am walking into something major maybe i'm walking into my assignment fully i do not know but i just want to obey but he has given his word i was in church even my pastor said it he said for some of you the obedience the long obedience work that you are in is opening you up Onto something that you would never thought you would step into. And I cut that word for myself. So please keep me in prayers. I covet it. I am asking you to please, anytime you talk to the Father, just mention my name. Mention my name to him. Thank you so, so much. I'll see you next month in Jesus' mighty matchless name. And I pray and I decree that you continually encounter Akirishori. What does Akirishori mean? Akirishori means the one who goes about to do good. And who went about to do good in scripture? It's Jesus. According to the book of Acts 10, 38. And God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. And from then on, he went about to do good. Praise be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It is my prayer that you continually encounter Akirishori. Jesus, the good doer God. All the days of your life. In Jesus name. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you so much for joining in brother Happy. I'll see you again next month. In Jesus name. Amen. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hallelujah.